We're recording now. What's up? Welcome to Has Discuss. Is DJ V Siren? Is here. Let's go. What's good? He's representing up, Stream y'all? Posse, of course. Hell yeah, bro! All day. You already know. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, now I got to introduce you to the the new roster around August and September, and I've sort of gone through this rabbit hole of listening to a bunch of Lil Zave, a bunch of Semper, a bunch of all y'all, and then DJ V Siren, of course. Okay, so. <laughs> Let's just start off with the easy question. How did you come to join Schema Posse? Uh, I was formerly with the group South Cross, and like we kind of like just went south, and I started making solo music. And uh, I had um, put out a song. I was still under South Cross, and I put out a song called RX Funk. And fucking, I guess one day Jay Green had heard it, and bro, I fucking woke up to a fucking. Uh, a DM message and it was Jay Green and he's like, yo, he's like, I really dig that track. Um, he's like, I don't know if you're familiar with um, Schema, what we're doing at the moment. He goes, we're trying to recruit. You know, I really think you would be a good uh, element, you know, to the group and shit. And, you know, we we got to talking and shit. And uh, then, you know, he told me that it was going to, it was official. You know, I was with Schema and this whole first year, bro, has been dope. We've just been dropping dope music, everybody. You but yeah, it pretty much started like that. Hollow's Eve, yeah. and New Age, man. Those are probably oh, like yeah, two bro. top 2020 projects when looking back. Like, <laughs> just the, yeah, every member's got some little spice. And I feel like you got yeah, spice. Yeah, for sure. Too. So, South Cross, for right? Sure. That was, is that an old name or a music group, right? Uh, South Cross was an old music group that I was with. Uh, we started out in San Antonio uh, back in 17. And, uh, you know, like I said, we were kicking it for a while. We were doing a lot of shows here in San Antonio. I actually met Jay Green. I actually did. We did two shows with Jay Green uh, under Project South Pat, Cross. Right? Yeah, Project Pat. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, um, you know, we, we did a couple of shows with Jay, and uh, one of them was with Omen and shit, and that's how the relationship started. And then, like I said, I, my group just kind of went south after that, and I started making solo music, and fucking now I'm blessed to be a part of the of the yeah. Schema Camp. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man, and uh, you also had a couple EPs released. Uh, you, didn't you have, like, Cross My Heart? Wasn't that one of the projects on there, w- w- on your old group? Yeah, uh, Cross My Heart 1. Um, we were going to do a Cross My Heart 2, but that didn't happen. Um, was that going to be a trilogy? Yeah, there was supposed to be a trilogy, yeah. There was supposed to be a trilogy, and, it, you know, there was so much things going on at that time. We were, like, um, just thinking ahead, you know what I mean? We you were, were like in the uh, learning phase, was did you say? Yes, yeah, definitely, bro. We were yeah. definitely in the learning phase. We didn't really know how to promote ourselves too much, you know what I mean? I guess we just kind of got lucky, bro. Like, you know, we started just dropping music and um people really fucked with it and, you know, one of our songs blew up on SoundCloud. It's still blowing up to this day. I go and check my old South Cross SoundCloud and that song is getting like crazy numbers. Um it's called Alice in Underland if anybody wants to check it out. But um, other than that, man, I mean, yeah, it's it, it was a pretty cool ride. But uh, now that I'm a solo artist, it's definitely way more easier and it's more relaxing, you know, less frustrating. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, would you say, like, uh, being a scheme member is not like a sort of how do I say this? Like a sort of uneasy feeling with a group. Like it's way more like a loose knitted collective. Yeah. Being with schema, it's um, like we don't have no like ties or nothing like that you know what i mean nobody's uh rushed to drop any projects like um you know it's it's nothing like where you sign you know a contract or nothing like that it's just yeah. a bunch of family you know 
helping each other out and um it's definitely cool because like now i could just get music on my own right to it drop it when i want you know but at the same time we kind of want to drop strategically and not like dropping the same time schemas dropping a tape because you know like you don't want your music to go unlistened you know what i mean yeah. shit like that but but yeah man i mean it's really cool it's i like it a lot it's lenient yeah and what's cool is there's so many different sounds of each other. like you got coda man he's he's fire and there's a whole like atlantis part to it and stuff like that Just yeah like, he is you got the fucking the the um new zealand like what new zealand yeah i didn't know like there's rappers in new zealand sempra is um oh my god sempra he's a different you went toe-to-toe with sempra though how does that feel is that intimidating to go toe-to-toe with him with on, on a track uh no nah, not really i mean because um you know, Simper is a good rapper. Uh, he's he's definitely some big shoes to fill. Um, but when it comes to like rapping on a certain styles, like I wasn't really too, you know, like intimidated, you know, by like the rapping, you know, worried about if I was gonna do good or not. I just kind of just have fun with it, you know what I mean, and just let the music come out. But I mean, I'm not gonna lie. At first, when like when I did my first track with Simper, it was called New Jacks, and I had hit him up. You know, I told him I was like, hey, you wanna do a track with me or what? And he's like, yeah, let's do it. So I had already recorded my verse, you know what I mean? I didn't get his verse back or it wasn't nothing like that to where I was going like after him, you know, up to the where we did a song called Sub-Zero and he sent me that song. That song was on the New Age and uh, he sent me that song and man, I killed that song like in one day and I recorded it and sent it back to him. And um, but yeah, I mean, it's dope rapping with Simper. Like, I feel like I have to rap fast when I rap with him. If not, I'm I'm gonna be like sucky or something. Oh, you did really <laughs> good, like against him, because there is sort of a competitive element you hear when two people are on the track. That's sort of beautiful. Yeah, that's what that's what. Yeah, like, yeah. I think rap has over any genre is there's a competitive element to it that not any and no other genre can really do that. I mean, occasionally, I mean, maybe two players playing guitar like competing with the speed of the guitar. Like I've seen videos yeah. like that. But there's a certain element, like for instance, the um the wide awake one with cold blooded in Sempra, that was insane oh, yeah. to hear. I think cold, that's a dope cold, song. I love cold blooded as well. He's kind of like a real one of the older members. that's still. Are you a big fan of cold blooded as well? Yes. Um, I was just about to say cold blooded, bro. Like, I never really knew too much about him before, like you know, joining with Schema. And when I joined with Schema, like we have these discord chats, you know, and we all talk and shit like that. And KB's really like, a, he's real knowledgeable, bro. Like I say this in a lot of my interviews, the guy knows his shit. Like yeah. when it comes to music, he not just knows how to rap and kill like verses lyrically, you know what I mean? Cause he's very talented, but the dude has a lot of smart, like in the past with the game, knowing like who's like, like knowing who's fucked who over and stuff like that. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, I'm glad to have him JB's as, like, not just... As well. What's that? I said he's open about, like, who's done that negative, like, sort of fucking yeah, yeah, for sure. lies. If, if you, I'm yeah. sure you tune in yeah. to those. Yeah, for yeah, he, yeah, man, I, I've definitely heard a lot, like, um, about artists that I used to look up to. Like Suicide you know? Boys? I mean, if you want to yeah, go on like, the names, but... I'm, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't want to say no names. I don't want nobody to start crying and shit, you know, crybabies, but, um... But yeah, bro, like, you know, um, there was a lot of artists that I used to look up to that now I look at different now after hearing, like, true, real things that happened. You know what I'm saying? Because you're, like, involved and, um, with um, a lot of the people you look up to in, in a way. 
when you're like working with people, I'm, I mean, I assume that's what's going on is you're sort of like more like seeing behind the scenes. And I don't, I don't yeah, know like, why people think behind the scenes in like a negative way. I think behind the scenes is sort of a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful lens. Would you right. Say I mean, I don't really. Beautiful to you. I mean, no, I mean, I, the the things that I heard were kind of like, kind of shocking to me because like when you hear somebody's, like when you hear somebody's rap, like when you hear somebody's rap and then fucking, excuse me, I'm sorry. Like when you hear somebody's rap and then in their music, they're like, yo, I'm fucking doing this. I'm, you know, claiming bodies, dropping niggas, like just, and then, and then, and then I go hear these stories about these same people, you know what I mean? Like, like for an example, these group members, you know, there was two group members in this group that they're, they're heavily looked up to. One of them was getting his ass kicked and the other one ran inside. And, and hid but yet in their raps you hear them talking big and badass like they got a set of nuts you know what i'm saying like and i'm not just talking about them i'm just talking about being misled in general like when it all comes down to it the fans are number one you know what i'm yeah. saying and like if, if 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 the fans like um i just wish the fans weren't misled you know what i mean like i wish they were able to really see like the bigger picture of you know, fucking behind the scenes, I guess. I don't know. Or they, they're too, like, how, how do I say this? Like, they're, you know, they look up to someone so much, they're able to take, like, maybe hear something that they would not expect about them. Yeah, yeah, kind of like that, I guess. I just, I really didn't know how to how to say it. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, well, that's fine. You know, we're just trying to explain and learn a lot about each other here. But you got a new project coming out called Funky Town. What can we expect from that? Uh, Funky Town is something that I'm working on. Um, it's a lot of tracks that I had had in the vault, like while before Schema, and then tracks that I've been just saving and shit. And Funky Town's something I got inspired by Little Zave, cause but you know what I mean, cause Zave yeah. dropped Funk Volume One, and I really liked that. You know what I mean? That was dope. It was produced by Coma. Shout out Coma. Um, I've always been inspired by the funk music. You know what I'm saying? By like the Memphis style shit, and yeah, when it came. And when it came to that, I just was just like, I wanted to do something like that. So right away, I just went to my little app, started cooking up some arts, and then I started seeing all my songs I had in the vault. And so far, I got a lot of tracks, and um, I got, I'm going to try to get Buddha Jones on that hoe, KB. Jones. Yeah, KB. I'm going to try to get Lil Zave on it. Well, actually, I already got Lil Zave on it. He just needs to record his verse and send it back to me. Um, Buddha Jones had this one you know, I, on Hollow's Eve. Oh man! What's that, brother? He said Buddha Jones, the Too Cold on Hollow's Eve, was one of my favorite songs on that. Oh, Too Cold, yeah. That remember song the, the was beat? Dope. Like I'm gonna play it real quick. The remember this? Yeah, I can hear it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's insane, man. That yeah. I was on that hook. They uh they sampled my vocals and put me on that hook also, and then I was also uh. I also got to kill a verse on that song too. So I was really happy to be a part of that. Anything that the schemas drop and like, you know, they ask who wants to be a part of it. I'm, I'm always happy to work with them. You know what I mean? Like everybody's so talented in the schema camp. It's just, it's yeah. like you're surrounded by greatness and shit. <laughs> What's cool to see is that you've also uh, sort of worked with members of other collectives. Like you've done a beats by uh, a pop crisis. You've done a song uh, by Jake Ohm representing Pike gang. And um, yeah, and also Apoc Crisis, obviously Doom Shop. We were talking about Soul earlier. Um, what other sort of collectives and groups in the underground do you look up to or are a fan of? Um, 
I'm a fan of uh, I'm a fan of Doom Shop. I, I I like a lot of stuff that they do. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I like. I gotta say, I, I there's a band. Well, they're not a band, but they're like a a group called the Paper Flowers. They're they're kind of cool. They're not like rap or nothing like that. They're kind of like um experimental music. Uh, um, I really don't look up to too much, bro. To be honest, because there's not there's not a lot of original artist anymore so it's hard to 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 look up to something and be like yo like that's what i look up to because to me originality died back when fucking like in the 90s like nowadays it's hard to look up to a rapper because you don't know if you know he went and got face tats and got a fucking fruity loops program and xanax bars and started calling himself a rapper and then you know he just made it big one day and now everybody's looking up to him and I'm not saying that's the case now. I'm just saying it's just hard for me to look up to anyone in in the modern music. It's I really don't look up to anybody, to be honest. So you're sort of and seeing if, what you can do, what you can add, what you can bring to the table. Yeah, I I, I kind of try to do that, and I try to I try to keep like my roots um, alive, like my musical roots. Like I, I'm a metalhead. Um, I love metal, bro. Uh, fucking. Anytime I struggle with music, making music, writer's block, I tend to go back to music that I listened to when I was in middle school. Mm. And those are like real, those are real artists I look up to, like Corey Taylor from Slipknot, um, you know, Chino from Deftones, you know, fucking Jonathan Davis from Korn. You know, all these people really fucking like lived a hard life and was able to grow up and write about it and share their music and experience you know, and have people relate to it rather than all these new artists that come out, you know, and like all these new artists that come out and they drop one song and all of a sudden they're popping and you just can't relate to them because you don't know where they've been. Like a year ago, they were probably fucking like, you know, fake as fuck, you know, if not, you know, I salute to them, you know, any artist out there that's original, I salute to you. But, um, you know, if, you know, if you're not, I mean, it's just hard to look up to anything nowadays. That's not unoriginal, you know what I mean? That's not original. I feel like there also what is sort of a plague is uh, information about artists that kind of leak out or something like that. Like, you'll, like for instance, if you hear, like, an artist doesn't write uh, their stuff, which I'm not, like, fully... I, I like artists that write their own stuff, but, like, if someone has a couple reference tracks or something that sort of leak, I'm not mad. I just, like, yeah. It's just, like, there's a difference between how artists sort of shout out, like, thanks for helping me on this track, or just don't n- name them at all. I don't want to name names. I mean, you see, I got a poster of a guy right there, <laughs> Drake. Uh, yeah. But, uh, but th- that's cool that you're here talking about the mu- how you listen to mu- music from when you're in middle school, though. Like, so like it sort of takes you back to when you were like, sort of didn't have, didn't know what you wanted to do. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Yeah. It just like, like when I said how when I go back to listen to my old music like that in middle school, like what I used to like. It it's kind it's a, like a kind of therapy. It's a it's a mm. form of like um, therapy that I use to cure my writer's block, to cure my creative block, and to kind of just to kind of just put me in a chill state mood. Like everything nowadays is so fucked up. It's hard to get into anything. Like for an example, I watch a lot of old movies, like movies from like fucking the 80s and the 90s nice. only reason only reason why i watch those movies bro is because it makes me feel it makes me feel good again you know what i'm saying same thing with music like when i go back and listen to my old music it just creates something new inside me and then 
And then like when I when I stop listening to that and I start listening to like, for example, when I go to my uh, to my agenda and I start messing with my tracks from Funky Town, it kind of just projects something new, you know, and I could like look at something and hear a different song and then I could think of a new idea. And, you know, I, I really look up to a lot of the old music that I grew up with. It really helps me out in life. Yeah, man. And speaking of old movies, though, I originally started this channel as a movie review channel, and I still review movies on this channel. What old oh, movies sweet. do you... Yeah, I mean, look at all the posters yeah, around me. You know, I've got a that. Wes Anderson poster right there for Rushmore, a Taxi Driver. Uh, yeah, I've seen that. Don Corleone. I mean, these are all pretty big. Let me find something um, maybe, you, maybe you know about. I got, I'm just grabbing the CDs, I, DVDs right now. No, you're good. You're good. This is Quentin Tarantino, three of them. Oh, Jackie yeah, Brown dope. is probably one of my favorite Tarantino. I got Jackie Brown over Pulp Fiction, unpopular opinion. Um, Pulp Fiction, I ne I didn't really like, bro. It Pulp Fiction killed me, like, on that last scene when I seen Homeboy all tied to that thing getting banged. Like, that shit was just gay, bro. Like, that killed it for me. I never wanted to watch that movie again after I seen that. In terms, and also, like, I like a lot of Robert Rodriguez movies. El Mariachi, Desperado. Oh, okay. Desperado is a good movie. Desperado. Samurai. Yeah, hell yeah. All right. Um, oh, I know, bro. Fucking yeah. 50 years old, still banging. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, a lot of movies that I like to watch, like old movies I like to watch. Like one of my favorite movies is uh, Stephen King's Silver Bullet. Ooh. Um, I like The Breakfast Club. That's a good one. One of my favorites. That's one I really watched sort of like. It was one of those movies that everybody expected me to watch, and then I finally watched it, and I was like, "Oh, I get it! I get it! <laughs> I get it, man!" Um, I like uh, this movie. Man. Yeah, hell yeah! I like this movie called Maximum Overdrive. It's about like eighteen wheelers that come alive and start killing people. Ooh. You know, I, I like a bunch of sci-fi shit. Um, yeah, man. I mean, I don't know. I like funny movies. I like a lot of horror movies, to be honest. Oh, uh, yeah, Watchmen. I never saw that, That's to be honest. one of the greatest comic book movies. Uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox. Nah. I've never, I never seen that either. Lawrence of Arabia. <laughs> what the fuck? i never seen that either. Okay, this one you'll know. Natural Born Killers, director's cut. Yes, yes, I've seen that. That's a good one. The Rage Against the Machine music at the end. Oh, my God. It's been a minute since I've seen that, but I have seen that movie. The, have you remember the prison escape scene with the Rage Against the Machine music? That hits different. It's been again. It at the it's been a minute. At the time that I've seen that saw that movie, was like at the same time I seen a movie called Raising Arizona with Nicolas Cage. Like 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 those two movies were like just right there at that time, and I don't know. I was just kind of like back and forth, but I never really got into that one to Natural Born Killers. And then, where the Marky Mark leave a snitch departed. Oh, Departed. Yeah, yeah. Th th that's a good one. That's another good one. I just did name the low end bar. <laughs> he said, he said, word to Marky Mark, leave a snitch Departed. That's... Word to Marky Mark. Yeah, dude. That, that is a good movie, bro. Jack Nicholson is one of my favorites. I just watched um Chinatown, the mystery film from the 70s. Uh -huh. I, I just did that? a 70s movie. Uh, Just watched three 70s movies. That was a good one. Um. Like if you, yeah, that was a good one as well. I like mist. Are you a fan of the mystery genre, or are you just still like just mainly horror? No, I, I like I like mystery type shit, like um, like the Mothman prophecies, uh, you know, like real shit though, not nothing that's like fake. I like 
I, I like real things that like based on true events and shit oh. type shit like that. Yeah, you know what I mean? I mean, don't get me wrong. I'll get into like stories, but it has to be like a real good story to get into. Like uh, like the Langoliers. You ever seen the Langoliers? No. Stephen King? No, that's a good story. So like it's that you fake. Can wiki- look up the Wikipedia article for it. I mean, not all the time. Not like real. You're not only like true crime, but like you like movies where you could like look up a Wikipedia article. Yeah, for yeah, hours. for sure. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, bro. Like I, I want to like learn. You know what I mean? Right now, the only thing that's the only thing that's caught that's get that's catching my interest right now is space. Like anything to do with space and planets, and like the outer realm. That's the only thing that gets my like attention going. Like at night before I go to sleep, I stay on the internet, watching like space videos about planets, stars, and I don't know. I mean, it's pretty weird, but I'm just a weird type no, of guy, I guess. Cool though. That's cool though. Like. And I used to go, I used to be down that rabbit hole, but not anymore. I'm going to be honest. Like, but have you ever like look up that looked up things on how they're going to try and get us to interstellar worlds or stuff like that? Oh yeah. Have you heard of the yeah, breakthrough dude, star shot method with the uh, satellite things they shoot lasers at to go forward? No, I, I haven't heard of that. I've just been watching like stuff like, um, I've watched this guy, his name is Bob Lazar. He was, uh, he worked that I, I watched that interview um that so really? that guy definitely has a lot of good shit interesting shit to say um and yeah man i just watched like you know a lot of things like that like things that the government covered up and oh but, you're in that lane i love that lane but i don't i'm not so <laughs> open about it you know it's hard to be open about liking a conspiracy theory because when you say the word conspiracy theory people automatically assume 30 different things yeah for sure <laughs> but other than that bro like um you know i don't want to stray too far from the music but other than that m- movies and old school music that i listen to definitely plays a role in any new music that y'all hear me dropping or that i've dropped since i was with schema like those are my two strong points movies and music that i go to for creative uh you know thoughts and shit like that inspiration <laughs> Or just, you know, go take a walk or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um and speaking of movies and music influence and things, like I looked at a lot of Adam the Shinobi's music. I don't know if you know who that is, but he um, I do not. He he always posts like a song with like like his latest song had like a Godzilla cover on it. Cause like the Godzilla oh, that's dope. song thing. Are you gonna watch yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Or the Godzilla Yeah, I wanna song? watch that. Yeah, I'm a fan of Godzilla dog. I I, I watched the that Godzilla, the King of Monsters, that shit was fucking dope. How yeah. Godzilla uh, goes like underwater and chills like in that lost city, and that's where he generates like radiation and shit. Yeah, that was like cool in terms of like a, a lore standpoint. There's so much like the first one was just mayhem, right? It was real horror. Yeah. But then the second one was like I'm learning thirty different things about stuff. <laughs> like, yeah, dude. Um, yeah, hell yeah, bro. So what? Schema member has been the best to work with, like overall. Um, I gotta say, the best one to work with so far has gotta be, like I don't know. I mean, I don't want to say like, like I don't want to say the best one, but I gotta say, um, I gotta say I like uh, I like working with Little Zave. Zave's real cool. Um, you know, um, I've worked with Jay Green. Jay Green's dope. Um, Jay Green's more like, you know, like on the producer side, you know what I mean? He likes to fuck with the beats a lot. Um, and, you know, not really on the verses too much. Um, <clears throat> Stimper's cool. You know, he's always busy. So I don't, I haven't, I don't really work with him too much. 
um, I want to work with Teddy Slugs. Me and Teddy got a good, uh, good little relationship. Like when we talk, like you know, like we'll call each other and talk to each other and shit. Um, um, I like working with KB. KB's cool. Uh, T Rex. T Rex is another artist that I haven't really got the pleasure to work with. Um, he's definitely like in his own lane and stuff. You know, and I, I like switching my music up, like as far as like doing metal tracks and different shit like that. Deadline. But um, yeah, yeah, Deadline's Dude, a good one. That was from Triloquist. Shout out Triloquist. Shout out the whole scheme of posse. You know what I'm saying? I love y'all. Um, but yeah, um, KB, Little Zave. You know, I, I I enjoy working with everybody. I just haven't had the pleasure of working with too many of the brothers. Yeah, there's certain ones that aren't as active. Any that's what's cool about it. It's like looking at a cinematic universe. You know. What I mean? <laughs> It's yeah. like looking at the end Marvel Cinematic. There's like Lil Wolfie Wolf. Like, I don't know what he's up to now. I love his music. He had the edit. Yeah, Lil Wolfie Wolf is dope. Yeah. Um, yeah, just a lot of different members and stuff. Um, let's see what else we could cover and stuff like that. Um, Jay Green, right? So he's he's been doing how long? Like, have you ever had, like a deep conversation about Jay Green about how he started off, like everything, like, like when did he like what age did he start music? Like, I'm genuinely curious. To be honest, I've never really got like that type of info from Jay. Um, I never really asked how old he is, um, or anything like that. The only thing that I've ever gotten from Jay was that. When I first started talking to him, you know, he we, we talked for like two hours the very first time before I joined Schema. And he was just kind of telling me on like where, you know, how he started. Not too much. He didn't go in depth or nothing like that. But he basically used to tell me like he used to live with like Sesh Hollow Water Boys. Like he used to live with them. You know, he used to live, you know, not like live, but like out like, you know, in their same crib and shit like that produced for them. Same with DJ Paul, Juicy J. And from hearing all of that, like, lets me know, like, he does, I don't even have to ask him how long he's been doing it. I know he's been doing it, like, since fucking, you know, 2013, 14-ish, yeah. shit like that. Um, But as far as too much info on him, I really don't know too much. Uh, I don't like asking him too much uh, private shit. Yeah, you know I'm what I mean? Yeah, I'm a fan but, of um, Water Boys because they, Bones just dropped a new uh, album called Burden. Yeah. I, I like I like Bones a lot. Um, I like Xavier Wolf a lot. I don't really know too much about Eddie Baker, um, and Chris Travis. Chris Travis is dope. Um, but out of that whole that out of that whole camp, I gotta say I like Xavier Wolf and Bones the most. Um, yeah. Yes, fucking Bones has that other little group. I don't know if it's a group, but it's his other rap name, uh, Surrender Dorothy. You ever heard of them? No. Yeah, yeah. He has another little. Uh, he has another name that he puts music out. It's kind of like sad music. It's Surrender Dorothy. You you know, if you got time, just look that up. One of these days, you'll you'll like that music. It's real slow and like depressing music. Um, yeah. But yeah, Sesh Hollow Water Boys are dope. Yeah. Yeah, man. And also, like, he, he, Xavier Wolf did a lot of collaborations with, like, Drive By is probably my favorite song that he's done. You know, off Hellboy. Um, Who, Xavier Wolf? Yeah. Yeah, because he's done obviously a uh, lot of collaborations with Peep and stuff like that. But the I gotta say my favorite song from Xavier has gotta be I forgot the name of it, but fuck, it was a song. It was an older song, and like the hook went like I smoke so much weed when it's gone I feel awful. I, I forgot I forgot the name of it, but it was definitely a dope song. It was produced by um by the Cheeses or some shit like that. Ah. Um, 
don't Real know good. what it is. I don't it know was... what it is, but it seems. It's... Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm gonna look it up for you. But nah, man. Um, yeah, that that's one of the songs that I definitely liked. You know, from Xavier Wolf, that one and Mobile Suit Ho or some shit like that. Sixty-six point six syllables. That's 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 my favorite Xavier Wolf song. My bad, but because like the um the verse on that is insane. When he it was Ethel, Ethel Wolf song, it was off of Jay Green's uh, Fuck Mainstream project. He was like, he goes like this. He's like, if any motherfucker got a motherfucking problem with me, motherfucker, I will be outside. I'm with it if you would a motherfucker. Like, dude. Yeah, yeah, he. he- um, he did all that type of rapping on that one. Um, I think it was called the Rudolfo album, or um, it was when he was, yeah, it was when he was labeled as a uh, Ethel Wolf. Yeah, man. Look, I'm I'm trying I'm trying to find it, but I can't find it. There's something the fun about checking up those old mixtape websites like that Piff and looking at people's older stuff before they got like giant, like and and just like, like yeah. Like I was looking at like. I don't know, like, yeah, just, I was looking at Bones' older mixtapes and stuff. Like, they dropped 50, what is this? Like, look, this one right here. That one right there. Look up that album from Ether Wolf. It's called The Rodolfo Project or some shit. Oh, and, The Wolf Gang yeah, Rodolfo. Yeah, 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 there you go. And, okay, on that album, Wolf, uh, Xavier Wolf goes, like, he raps hella fast, like the way you were rapping. Just a second ago, he does all that on this album. Yeah. That that's definitely one of the albums that I fucking enjoyed listening to from Wolf. Yeah, and when you look back at sort of No Jumpers, how they became successful is because their first big interview was Xavier Wolf and stuff like that. Because obviously I had to find some inspiration from doing the interviews type of things. Because and No Jumpers obviously like that. And if you if you're a fan of Jay Green, you're listening. Jay Green's done a No Jumper interview. Um, and all that. He, he was actually on the DJ Paul interview. Like in the, uh, <coughs> He was? Yeah, he was on it because he brought DJ Paul to Adam22. And he was like uh-huh. asking the real questions. Like Adam was asking the generic questions. And Jay Green was asking like the questions we want to hear and stuff like that. Cause, yeah, yeah. Because he's a real big fan of 3-6 Mafia. And he is kind of a 3-6 Mafia protege. Do you like 3-6 Mafia? Fuck yeah, bro. Um, psh- I'm not gonna lie. I had every one of their albums growing up, all the way to Underground Volume One to fucking when they started making branch off albums like Chronicles of the Juice Man, Tear Up, Tear Up, the, you know, Tear the Club Up, Thugs, Mystic Styles. You know, I gotta say my favorite album's gotta be Chapter Two World Domination. I love that album. Um, I'm a real heavy Big Three Six fan, bro. Like, yeah. You know, shout out DJ Paul, Juicy J, Crunchy Black, Gangsta Boo. You know, rest in peace, Lord Infamous, rest in peace, Koopsta. You know what I'm saying? Like, those guys, bro, like, man, like, they definitely did something for me, bro. Like, I had the fucking cassette tape of the world domination. I I like the Juicy J volume 9mm that it's on. Oh, okay. See, that one was probably like an underground album that he had. Was it an underground album? I don't, I don't know. I just like I just look it up. I just was scrolling through YouTube and it got recommended to me and I just listened. To it. Oh, okay. I'm gonna be see. honest, <laughs> and it's just like yeah, because like I just save it in a playlist and like whenever I want to like just either I'm doing some yeah. a lot of things on my computer, that's what's always in the background is like some old or Memphis six 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 radio or something. I love Memphis. <laughs> yeah, I tried to Memphis. get an interview with Memphis six 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 the creator. And he was like, I don't go? do interviews. 
For real? Because <laughs> Half Dead Half Dead Shogun tried to get that set up with me, and I was. He's cool. Um, he's a cool guy. He reposts a lot of my stuff on a uh, on uh, Instagram. Yeah, I understand. He's real he cool. wants to, I understand that. Like, not everybody's so. Like, I try to get a Jake Ohm interview, and he's like, "I'm gonna wait till I get bigger." And I'm like, "Okay, that's, I'm fine with that." But um, yeah, yeah, I listen to your beat I, tapes all the time, and I'm angry. <laughs> Jake, Jake is he's a good producer, man. Like, um, I worked with him maybe once, maybe once or twice. Uh, who did I first hear about him through? Um, I want to say I heard about Jake. Uh, from Zanny Claus. You ever heard of Zanny Claus? No. No. Okay. Well, Zanny Claus is a rapper from Dallas, Texas, I believe. Don't uh, don't you know? I don't know if I'm wrong or what, but I know he's from Texas. And anyways, um, I was listening to some of his music, and I just seen it said produced by Jake OHM. And I was like, damn, that's what's up. So I went to his profile and started hearing all his music. And the dude's definitely got like some. He's got some, you know, some skills, bro. And uh. You know, I, I hit him up, asked him to make me a couple of beats. I sent him some vocal uh, vocal packs, and uh, he produced one of the songs um, that's on my Dead Pimpin' EP. Um, it's a dope one. The sample came from uh, the Fifth Element movie. Oh. Um, yeah, you know that fucking, like, little, um, fuck, I forgot what it's called. Look, I'll play it for you. Um, but, yeah, I, I sampled that. I found the sample, sent it to Jake, and I was like, look, bro, I really enjoy this sample. Can you make me a beat out of it? Yada, yada. He's like, yeah, yeah, dog. I, you know, I got you. And uh, he sent me the beat back, bro, and I fucking loved it. Like, it was just, it was something real special, you know, because, like I said, I love movies. Element and I nine. always go back to, yeah, Element 9. There you go. That one. Are you hearing it? Yeah. Yeah. And then it goes in. Yeah, you already know what's up. Oh my this whole. God, dude. I mean, yeah, I was listening to this earlier when I was doing my research because I get pages of I'm, information out. I am. I I appreciate you. I'm man. trying to be the Nord War and Adam Twenty Two of the Underground, like fusing into yeah, yeah. one. And I'm from Delaware. Yeah. Like I'm representing Delaware because <laughs> Delaware has a lot of rappers. Okay, that's what people don't want to <clears> know <throat> is that Delaware has a lot of rappers. Because and um, and you're you're from the San Antonio area, right? That's, that's yeah, San Antonio, Southside San Antonio. I've always I've always been in Texas. I've never left Texas as far as like my music career. Yeah. But I'm grateful. I'm grateful that my music's made it all around the world, though. So you know, I fucking appreciate every fan and every supporter out there jamming my shit. Um, yeah. DJ Siren got nothing but love for y'all, man. Shit, real shit. Have you looked at one of those little maps that say like this country listens to your music the most? Which one? <laughs> yeah. Um, I gotta say it's gotta be like Norway, <laughs> Norway or fuck, yeah, and then it then fucking the Russian Federation. Dude, Shout out yeah, to all I've my boys. I've seen. So I was um I was checking out like I think it was like half the show. Somebody there's something weird, not weird, but like what I notice about this like underground funk stuff or something like the horrorcore stuff is that they're all the Russia is like always like tapped in and they're always supporting it's maybe it's because they have a lot of people over there but they're always in germany like have you seen those pages that post like cassette tapes and mm -hmm. stuff like that it'll be like a Solze cassette tape there I, I talk to them because maybe i want to sell them like something i have because i have a lot of that too so um and they're all like oh yeah there's a big underground market for cds in germany i'm like what like how do people yeah, in germany bro, like, know yeah. Solze? <laughs> yeah yeah bro 
the kids over there, like, you got to think about it. The kids over there, bro, they eat the shit up. Like, over there, like, you know, I, I wouldn't say, like, I, I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, but ain't they, like, a communist country? Like, you know, like Russia and all them, like you know, they can't do like a, what they want over there. They're not but they do have elements of their old um things that are probably uh, of their old ways and shit, right? Yeah, where it's like sort of things are sort of frowned upon, similar to like how um a lot of um production companies actually in Hollywood make movies to tander to a uh, cater to the um Chinese film market because it's a huge industry. So like, I see. um, so like they'll try and make guidelines where like you know there's certain amount of like boob you can't show in a movie because it's china yeah or something i may that maybe i have that wrong but they really a lot of film companies want to cater to those markets because of how huge it is but so you're saying like maybe they want to hear something that's different they don't want to hear that drill stuff <laughs> yeah like i mean because it's just like you said like i've noticed a lot of artists and a lot of producers that are from over overseas like one in particular, I don't know if you ever heard of Shinigami, uh, Shinigami Detenshi. Shinigami Deten. No. You gotta send me that. Um, yeah, I I send you a link to his music. He's he's a real uh, famous producer, not like famous famous, but he's done shit like with you know I think he's done stuff with Xavier Wolf before. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, fucking Jay Green referred to him as OG Ten. So if Jay Green said OG in somebody's name. That lets me know that that person's been working. You know what I'm saying? Like, also shit like that. International. And he's from Russia. Oh, Russia. Yeah. So, one out of, hold on, where was it? It was Poland, or it was probably Poland, or something, or Finland. Poland or Finland? No, it's Poland. Um, Rob Skyer, Rob Skyer, or whatever. I don't know how to produce it, but he did the All Profit with Solze. Only Solze got only Rob Skyer beats. I could be pronouncing it wrong, but All Profit. That's fire. That's a great album. Yeah. Bro, that name is so fucking familiar. Rob Skyer. I think I've talked to him a couple of times. He was going to send me some beats. And um, to be honest, bro, he had, like, charged me, like, way overpriced. So I, like, just didn't really respond to it. You know what I mean? I'm not going to lie. Um, Thank you for being But his music is... Huh? I said, thanks for being transparent about that. I know, right? <laughs> Um, but but his music is really good though. I mean, he does got some good beats. You know, he's got you know he's got skills. You know, I mean, shout out to all the producers. I just want to say that, you know, without producers, rappers wouldn't have shit to rap on. So you know, a lot of producers don't get credit. You know, nowadays they do get credit, but they don't get, you know, the credit they deserve. So I just want to say shout out to every producer that's ever made a beat for the Siren. I appreciate that shit. Yeah, and that's what I've always I've been noticing lately is I've started to found a recent appreciation for rapper and producer collaboration projects, similar to like a Freddie Gibbs collaboration project. Like that's why I love Freddie Gibbs so much because he's always doing like a Freddie Gibbs Madlib, Freddie Gibbs Alchemist. Um, would you ever consider doing like a full collaboration tape with one producer? Who would that be? Or give me like a couple. Um, let me see. Shit. Um. Like I said, okay, well, for one, you know, uh, Jake OHM, um, yeah. Jay Green, I would like to do a, you know, a tape with him, you know, it's fully produced by him. Um, I got a homeboy named Little X Terror. He's from a group called Boof Gods. If y'all, or if anybody, you know, if y'all listening to this and y'all are unfamiliar, uh, look up Boof Gods on SoundCloud, Spotify, you know, they're real dope. They're a duo. 
Um, but Little X Terror is one of the members in Booth Gods, and he's also a producer that I go to a lot for a lot of my music. And um, the dude's real cool. I would like to do an EP with him. Um, who else, man? There's so many people. I just can't, like, wrap my mind. I would like to do an EP with APOC Crisis. You oh. know what I'm saying? Uh, you Ooh, know what man. I'm saying? Doom, Doom Shot. You know, like, it would be dope, like... You know, like, I guess because I'm with Schema, like, it would be tight. It would be, like, cool for me to even fuck with Doom Shop, like, to even, like, you know, collab together as yeah. two, DJ you know, Koza. collectives. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. Cozy, yeah, because he's from Texas, you know. I even tried hitting him up just to let him know, like, yo, what's good, bro? Like, you know, I'm so-and-so with Schema. I'm from Texas. You know what I'm saying? Just, you know, I'm not trying to ride the wave or nothing, but just kind of want to, like, let you know, hey, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got a neighbor right here, you know what I'm saying? If you want to rap, you want to collab on some shit, because... Yeah. I mean, when it comes to music, bro, I don't, I don't really care too much about the money and shit. I do it for the fun, you know what I'm saying? Like, because of the passion, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, when you start like, nah, like I want money, like you know what I mean? Like, nah, pay me. Like that shit just throws off the whole fucking morale of like even making a song with someone that's like that. You know what I mean? Like, rather than just like, yeah, man, hey, I dig that song, you know, fucking, you know, like. You could tell when someone really digs your 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 music that you're showing them to collab with them if they're already interested in your ideas. Like, hey, what are your ideas on the song? Rather than just like, well, what kind of budget are you working with to pay me? Like type shit. You know what I mean? So I guess that's another message that I, you know, say like, you know, I really don't care too much about that. Um, but those producers, I would like to work with them, man. Those guys, you know, they they real underrated, you know what I mean? And they deserve, you know, to be you know, to get their music, like, heard more, you know what I mean? I mean, I'm pretty sure a lot of the names I said are already well-established. Um, I just feel like, you know, it would be dope for both parties in any situation. Like, you know, you know, more eyes from my side, more eyes from their side. You know, when two people collab, it's just like, two if they do it right, united. yeah, you know, right, there you go. If, if, if they promote it right, do everything right, rather than just like, Hey yo, my 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 fucking price is this. Pay me. I'll do a track with you. Then the next day they drop a track, and then like everybody forgets about promoting it. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just it's just pointless at that point. It's just because it's all for the money, and I I don't like that. You know what I'm saying? I like having fun with the music. You know the passion. You know I just enjoy that shit. You know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> the collaboration process. Yeah. Yes. There you go. You like yeah, because maybe it's probably something you learn or something like that from working with someone new or maybe you just like because i'm yeah, trying to bro, get into that... music myself i mean i'm not trying to you know pitch myself to everybody who watches my podcast i always get i gotta i'm starting to bring up that i make music but there That's is good. something that... fun about sending someone a sample and getting them to see what they can do with it and then they send the file back and then see what you can do with it and right. it's like this really fun process and like yeah, it is. Chopping and screwing something for no reason because you want to <laughs> chop and screw it. Like... Yeah. And speaking of chop and screw, right now, okay, well, shout out DJ Screw because you already know what it is. Yeah. But the only motherfucker that I know that's got the best chop and screw skills out in this bitch is Sus Fixin'. You ever heard of him? Nah. He's from the land down under, Australia. Sus Fixin'. I'm the dude's just like... Yeah, he's 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 the shit, bro. He's definitely somebody that you would like to interview. Somebody that's been around, that knows, you know. He's chopped and screwed a lot of Suicide Boys music, Shake Wells music. What's you his, know, uh, shit like Instagram? that. Uh S U S uh underscore fixin. P P H I X O N. 
it's like a it's like all purple oh, and shit. Oh yeah. yeah, I see. It's followed by you. Chopping shit. Yeah, bro. Screwed up down under. And screwed up down under. That's the boy right there, bro. I like that's my nigga. Dog. He, he real good guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot of people that I met in this music game that I wish I, you know, I've only met them online. I wish I could meet them in person, but unfortunately, this world's all fucked up. (coughs) (coughs) But yeah, man, fucking, um, Sus Fixin's another good guy, man. Um, there's so many good artists out there. It's just hard just to, like, name everybody. You know what I mean? Um, there's so much talent. Uh, what's that? DJ Slim K. You heard of him? I've never heard of him, brother, to be honest. I was listening to, like, a Take Care, Chopped and Screwed, and it was cool because he was adding in mixed... He was adding in, like, a swang and bang sample. Like, he was... Oh, he sweet. Was chopping and screwing, mixing in the um the samples of Take Care, like, what Drake sampled. He was, like, mm-hmm. putting in, like, the swang and bang. He was putting in the, um... Some, like... Some, like, DJ Screw sample from, like... Um, I forget. And he added like the bonus tracks or something that was like, and it was so cool. Like when they try, when it's cool to see. What I've been noticing cool is like listening to what people sample and stuff like that because you can learn a lot. Yeah, like listening like yeah, old Mac sure. Dre something because so and so sampled that like or something or um. Listen, I I'm gonna be honest with you, I. Looked, I already knew who Three Six Mafia was before I listened to Trippy Red. But when Trippy Red dropped "Death with the Baby," I was like, "What? The, what is that sample? That's insane!" Then I realized they sampled "Tear the Club Up," and then I was like, "Oh, oh I've heard this, but not for a while." And then I'm going through a rabbit hole listening to like a million Three Six Mafia things. <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god!" And it's like 2019, obviously. Yeah, I haven't heard that before. song by Trippy Red. It's a good one. It's a good one. Uh-huh. I got to the only song that I like from Trippy Red, and it's got fucking Faggot Six Nine in it. Is that song Totem Poles? I don't like the song. I just like the whole like vibe of it. You know what I'm the saying? It's video? dope. No, well, like the the song. Oh yeah. The song to- Yeah, the song Totem Poles. The, the the music video Paul, is pretty Paul, dope. Paul. That's the one where they're in. That's the one where they're in the desert, right? Yeah. And they're like, uh, yeah, yeah. That one's pretty cool. It's a, it's a, it was a good, it was a good. Um, Whoever directed it did a good job. That's what I'm gonna yeah, say. That's what's um, good about his music. When he was in his prime, uh, the uh, Master Splinter. When he was in his prime, um, <laughs> he was the music videos he did, like the New York City, the ATVs, and like hanging on top of the uh, the basketball court, and like having the whole city, and obviously like downhill. But um, yeah. yeah, dude, that's he's a music videos are like that's a way to build hype that people don't want to tap into like even local that's what i don't see about a lot of local artists in delaware is that they, they don't take the time to make a great music video it's the, would you have you and yeah. you have a music video on jay green's channel and that was fire see, when's the next one coming I, out i appreciate that and that's what i was just gonna say that's one thing that i slack on bro i'm not gonna lie like I feel like, you know, like, I, you know, I feel like, like, like my music's there, you know, I don't really go for any type of image to look like for anybody. Um, I feel like I interact enough on social media with fans. And that's like the only thing that I lack is these music videos. I feel like if I was to put a music video out to a music video out to every one of my songs that I've done, it would create that new hype. Like you said, you know, like people want to see something rather than just seeing your cover art and just hearing it you know what i mean like they, they want to see a video yeah you know especially now with the pandemic going on with covid everybody's just stuck at home on the web and shit so 
it would definitely benefit to just be consistently with uh, dropping vi uh, music videos. And that's one thing I want to let my fans know. I will get that together for y'all guys. Uh, thanks for being patient and shit. Um, you know, sometimes life fucking catches up to you and you just don't have the time to do it or you just can't find someone to do it. In my case, I have like, like I have people on my team, on schema team that, that can edit videos. I just have to find the time to get someone to hold the camera for me. You know what I mean? So we can get good shots and shit like that. But, um, but yeah, I got videos coming up, man. Um, a couple of them might be to some of my classic songs that I dropped uh, when I joined schema. Um, I'll have some videos for, for Funky Town, you know what I mean? Just oh, to help nice. promote it a little bit. Uh, I also have production that I uh, produced on Funky Town as well. Um, I started messing with, yeah, I started messing with Fruity Loops. Um, you know, shout out to my boy Teddy Slugs. He, you know, he threw me the program and shit. Um, I started fucking with it. Uh, it's going pretty cool good. To talk to though, because I was in a Discord Q and A with him, and he's like, funny. "Oh, you were? Yeah, because he did yeah, some Q and A on Discord and stuff." And I was asking him about like. Some rapper's old name. I don't want to get into it because somebody has an old name and they don't want to talk about it. Um, uh -huh. You might know who I know. He's in this. He's in this schema, but he has an old name and he doesn't want to talk about it. And when I interview him, I will not ask him about it. I've already made that arrangement um, because, like, some people. I don't even know why he doesn't want to be to hear about his old name because his music from that old name is so fire. But anyways. I don't know. I, I honestly, I'm trying to think of who you're talking about, and I can't wrap my mind about. Him. He raps real fast. Oh, okay, yeah, all right, yeah, I got you. Yeah, but Teddy yeah, Slugs you. though, he's a. You know what I heard about him though? I asked him. I might have asked him though, or I just heard it. He's a, he was in a lot of uh, bands before he did this. Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah, bro. Uh, he was in a metal band. Really? What was it? What was it? Yeah. Called? To be honest, I don't know, but I know he used to play bass. Oh, the nice. bass guitar, and he used to sing a lot. So, like, when I started doing metal songs, I would show it to him, and, like, he would kind of give me pointers, like, like, hey, do it like this, or kind of scream with your stomach rather than screaming, because I would tell him, like, when I would scream on the tracks, I'd fucking get, like, a headache, you know, and, like, you know, and I guess I'm not doing it right, you know what I mean, but, yeah. I don't know, Teddy's a real good guy, I really like Teddy a lot, um, yeah, man, just, you know, in general, with the music videos, I will have some for y'all guys, back to that, but, um, but other than that, I mean, just happy to be fucking involved with Schema Posse, man. And, you know, and I just want to say shout out to you for having me on this, uh, on your show. You know, that really means a lot, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I just, as I <gasps> said over <laughs> yeah, uh, over text, I was like, dude, these collectives, they got to have some shine. And obviously some of them are getting shine, but like, I want to, I want the fans of them to really, really like see who they are as a person, you know, like, yeah, there bro. Were people, I mean, I'm there just people. I don't know if they knew that. Well, yeah. that's one thing that I like to express to my fans. Like, I'm just a normal person. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you really fuck with me and you're a real fan and not just somebody that's just chasing, like, the fucking clout or somebody that just likes to lurk, you know what I'm saying? Like, that don't, you know, like, I hate people that, that follow you but don't fuck with you. You know what I mean? Like, that's just fake as fuck. Like, you know what I mean? But I like to be real genuine, like, with the fans. You know what I mean? I like to show them that I'm just a normal person like them. You know, I bleed the same color blood just like you. You know, I, I have a fucking normal job that I work. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm not ashamed to say that shit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I go to work, I have a family, I come home and I still drop hits. And people still like it. So, to me, that's already being on top. 
you know, anything more, I feel like I'm being greedy at that point. And when you become greedy in life, that's when you get the shaft, you know, on anything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's a, that's that's a wise true. quote. Wait, we need to crochet that on a pillow. Okay, when you get greedy in life, <laughs> when you get greedy in life, you get the shaft. You, shaft. you, get you the know shaft. what I'm saying? So, <laughs> we I don't know, man. I just, like to, I, I just like to be real, you know? Anybody who's watching this, you know, y'all fuck with DJ V Siren. I'm just a normal-ass person, man dropping music so if y'all ever got any questions hit me up i'll answer them too i don't just I look at my messages comment section's always booming i saw vibe malls in the comment section shout out to vibe, well, vibe malls is dope yeah i interviewed yeah. him he was probably like uh one of my favorite not one of my fa- i always say it was one of my favorite interviews but i like my interviews like they're fun okay yeah but, that's dope um, that's dope man you got you know and he was like he's now he he's style dude He he's probably one of my favorite cover artists like he knows what he's doing and he did the one Jay Green song, and he's just a kid from freaking Sacramento, okay? And he's only a couple years older than me, and he's doing this. How old are you, fam? Uh, I'm 17, bro. Oh, no shit. Yeah. That's what's up. That's dope. You look way older than 17. <laughs> Everybody says that. I've interviewed a Hollywood filmmaker, and he was like, what? And I was That's like. That's crazy. Yeah. I've been interviewing filmmakers lately and horror filmmakers and underground filmmakers and stuff. Bro, I'm an old ass man. Okay. I'm, yeah. But you're still putting I'm out hits. Though. Years old. I'm 35 years old, still dropping hits. You feel me? Yeah, like, yeah. It's, yeah. And I was like, look, yeah, it's just like, it's never too late. Or how do, wait, what do they say? It's never too never too early or whatever you know what i mean just that stuff like any time any age any time get started there could be like yep. a, yeah anyways as um, long as you put your head to it you know what i mean you put your heart into it just you know just just basically like you said just have fun with it and also like you said, what you like your interview is that you're learn you had a learning phase in your past that people underestimate that learning phase is when you're just like yeah meeting for sure different people learning this that and third um yeah bro would you say? Go ahead, I'm sorry. Would you say you got out of that learning phase? What was the biggest thing, like the pre-schema learning phase? Um, you know, like I said, one thing that I that I learned coming to schema that I didn't know before was how to record and how to like, like when I bought beats from somebody, how to get the beat in a wave format rather than just like MP3 file. You know, um, I learned the quality difference on a file that they send you, you know what I mean? For the sound to get the best sound out of your song. Um, sending your, sending, sending my vocals out so people could use for hooks. Um, Cause I'm, I'm sure you heard about the whole lawsuit with uh, Suicide Boys and DJ Paul. Yeah. You know, all of that with the, the hooks and all that. I learned how to send my vocals out, you know, so people can use those. That, that was also fun for me. Cause I was able to hear producers use my vocals on their songs. Um, that I learned that. I just basically learned how to promote, how to promote myself a little bit more better than what I used to. When I was with South Cross, I was always um, there was three of us, and I was the one always type. I was always the one running shit, and I felt like I was always rushing everything because I could never get an answer from one of the guys. And that was another easier thing becoming a solo artist. It's I don't have to worry about that no more. Yeah. But the whole learning process, bro, I got this was definitely something that I hold in you know close to me because if it wasn't for a lot of the advice that i've gotten from then to now i probably wouldn't be making the music now and as a fan of my own music i can definitely go back to my old songs and hear them and be like damn i evolved way more 
than hearing my old shit. Like, I don't even want to hear my old shit. I don't even like telling people that I have old music online because <laughs> I don't want them to search it. <laughs> That's what I was, I was talking with Cash from, it's the Cash from Pike Gang. And he, I don't know if you know that guy, but he. No, I, I don't. That's the first time I heard that. Pike Gang is uh, what Jake Green is, Jake, Jake Ohm is a member of. Yeah. Jake, uh, Jake Ohm is a member of Pike Gang um, Collective. And, um, it's cash was like, yeah, I made a lot of shitty music when I lived in Alabama, but now I'm in Sacramento and I have my family and I'm learning. I'm collaborating with like people on, um, like Rob Sky. He did a thing with Rob Sky and he's doing all these Jake Ohm songs and stuff. And like he, but he said that he wants people, he wants people to see how he's evolved and stuff like that. And uh-huh. stuff like that. Would you say you've totally evolved or you still have more to learn? Nah, bro. Like the best I heard, I heard this from one of my buddies named Scott. He told me the best, the wisest students, or the best students, are the ones that are always trying to learn. Mm. I don't want to say like you know what I mean. Like I, you can never learn too much. You can always learn more. Um, have I? Do I like the way I I've evolved? Yes. Um, I feel like I feel like now when I hear a beat. I feel like I could. Uh, I feel like I have this sound in my voice now that I that I feel comfortable with. You know, I like kicking these little G type beats. Um, I just feel. I feel like my music's came a long way, and I feel like I've changed. Um, you know, I like experimenting with new music. You know what I mean? So there's always room to evolve more and shit. <laughs> it's like you describing Teddy Slugs giving you advice when doing metal tracks. This sounds like a beautiful experience that you have sort of been through is like learning from Teddy Slugs and that's what I was I was watching an interview with uh, Martin Scorsese the uh, filmmaker uh, I'm, I'm assuming you know who he is um, I've heard of his name yeah he did like Wolf of Wall Street Departed Goodfellas Casino Taxi oh, okay, Driver yeah, yeah. all of those movies yeah yeah so he was like the thing is I'm still learning and you see that within like the Irishman, his last film, is he was like learning de aging technology to like the de- it, oh. it didn't look that good, but he was still learning, you know. The Irishman ain't ain't that like on Netflix with a uh, Robert De Niro? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I haven't seen that yet either. That was a great <laughs> one. That was, and um, Bro? they like de aged Joe Pesci and um, De Niro, like to make them look like they're forty. Or something wow. like that, but they're like seventy, eight, and eighty in the movie. I love Joe Pesci. Like Casino is my favorite gangster movie. Oh, bro, I like that movie too, but I just can't watch that, bro. Like I can't watch it tour when I see him and his brother get beat with the baseball bats and uh, thrown in. Yeah, the... I know, but like, there's you, you know what I'm saying, bro. Like it's violent, but I like the whole montage and how they got the Rolling yeah. Stones music and the, you know what I mean? Yeah, bro, for sure, <laughs> bro. I, I I like that shit too. Goodfellas was another good one. Uh, have you ever seen Blow with Johnny Depp? Yes. <laughs> That's a yeah, dope ass flick, bro. Based on one. a true story, you know what I'm saying? Based on a true story. You know, probably, fucking I think shout out George Young. I think he's still oh, no prison. shit? He's still in prison? Maybe. I don't know. Let's Google it. No. He's, we got the no, time. I, yeah, I, I, I think he's I, he should be out. If he is out, he's got like his marbles are all fucking unscrewed marbles. and, you know. His marbles are lost for sure. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. George Young. I I don't remember how they spelt his last name. It's not spelt how how you think it is. Yeah. Oh, it was released in 2014. My bad. Oh yeah, shit. That was a grip ago. 2014. Yeah, that's almost. It's gonna be 10 years ago. Dude, that's like. Fuck. 
That's when Fetty Wap was booming. Remember Fetty Wap? Fetty Wap, yeah. Who? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I remember him, bro. I, I remember a lot of that old school shit. You know what I'm saying? That shit was that shit was cool. It it, it had its it had its corn. vibe. You know what I'm saying? Like when What's when everybody that? when everybody made fun of Young Thug, and look at him now. Yeah. I, I don't I don't like Young Thug, man. I, I'm as 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 my opinion, I don't like that like that whole like wah, 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 like that ah, dude that shit just is annoying, bro. Like uh, fucking I mean, a. I I mean I respect that he's able to do that and be successful off of that. I love it. I'm gonna be honest, but I don't. What I don't like is people taking from that. That's what gets me is when somebody. I see make something completely great off of something and then somebody just tries to take that who have you seen do that that you look down on if you want to come out with that information or if you like, um yeah shit to be honest like uh fuck basically like copycats right that you're trying to say like who yeah, do i think like copycats yes yeah, yeah fuck man to be honest i really don't know i mean you know everybody's music you know Every to me, like when like even when I started rapping with South Cross, well in the, in the beginning I started feeling like I was like, yo, look, like we're just like, are we trying to chase like what Suicide's doing, or are we trying to like we like what are we doing here? And that's when I started telling myself like, look, it's all about the funk, it's all about that. Where you know like you know the know, genre, man. you like, know the subgenre. You're trying to discover what the subgenre is as opposed to sort of catering yeah. to what the main pop the most popping artist out of that subgenre is you don't want to right, just but cater it, to the biggest right, but artists it, you want to like but as far as but as far as copycats I, I really don't know bro to be honest I can't really I can't really throw one out there like that okay um you don't got you don't have to yeah that, I can't answer that one I'm sorry okay, I got, man I got I got really two more questions left that I can really think of what's the best way you like to interact with your fans um being a hundred and percent true and real like every message i get from a fan i open it and i answer you know I, I don't put no message to the back never you know um yeah i, I try to stay 100 percent with my fans you know like just and and they love you for that you know what i'm saying like believe me it's 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 way different you know you can the way i see it they took the time out of their day either to message you or just to compliment something about you or whatever in general so the least I can do is take, you know, the time and respond to them. So the best thing that I do is just keep it like a hundred percent with my fans. I, I love them a lot. What information would you like to tell your fans or supporters about your music before we end this? Um, well, one message is that I would like to give out to my fans. Um, if you are an artist, you know, and, and you're making music and, you know, you worry about the next guy with the equipment that he's got, you know, don't worry about that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just want to tell everybody right now, like, when I started South Cross, you know what I mean? I came up from literally off a of phone on GarageBand. Everything that I did, all my music that I would put out was literally just off that and a, and a fucking Blue Spark mic, a professional mic. Not a professional mic, but one that I got from Amazon. You know, my message is to everybody, just don't... Yeah, Blue Mic. Don't, um, you know, don't let the next guy get you down, you know? Have fun with your music. Do what you love to do, and it'll come out dope. Um, you know, stay a hundred. You know, stay one hundred with everybody. Don't, don't try to chase clout. 
you know, because they'll get you nowhere. You know what I'm saying? It's just going to get you people talking about you and get your name put out in a fucking reputation. Or, you know, like it's going to it's gonna get put out in a fucking reputation uh, bracket where you're going to be like labeled as like, hey, like, that guy chases clout. Don't fuck with him. Um, just, you know, I, I love all my fans, man. You know, thank y'all for supporting me throughout the journey and shit, you know, and um, I will have videos for y'all here soon. No, and uh, the new music, uh, it's it's gonna be dope. You know, like I said, I'm trying to get all my brothers on it from Schema. Um, I got a couple of other homies that are ain't in Schema that I want to try and you know put on the tape. Um, yeah, man, I'm I want to try to put out more metal tracks, uh, shit like that. And um, basically, that's it. Just try to stay consistent. And you know, shout out to all my fans, y'all, y'all the y'all are the main reason why I stay doing this. That was DJ V Siren. The interview <laughs> on Has Discusses episode forty nine. Okay, that was excellent. I had a good time. What about you? That was great. That was beautiful. Hell yeah! Thank you, man. I appreciate it. All right. See you guys in the next podcast. Later, brother. So. If you want to hear some audiobooks and you really don't feel like opening that dirty paper back book or dirty hardcover book, you know, and you're just, you just not, you don't have the time to really open books and carry them around with you. Well, if you like podcasts or you like music, just get on an audiobook and you can do that by joining Audible. Click the link in the description and you'll get a one-month free trial of Audible. You can also support the channel by joining through that link. That link is audibletrial.com slash Inc. Or you can just click it down below. You'll get one-month free trial of Audible. And um, there's different type of subscriptions you can get there. There's the $15 a month one, $8 a month one. The $15 month one has more books available. The $8 month one does not really have that much books available. But yeah, definitely check out the Audible, you know, subscription and also support the channel by joining through the link audibletrial.com slash Inc. or just click it in the description of this video or podcast. Thank you. If you want to make the move into spending money digitally, use Cash App. You can send and receive money with the app and invest in stocks and Bitcoin. Bitcoin's doing pretty fucking well right now. I don't know anything about it, but I know that through this app you can invest in it. I don't know what that means. That just means that you potentially could make a lot of money. Sure, do it, I guess, if you want. <laughs> Try using my code and you'll get $5 when you join with the app. Like, if you already have it, this ad does not apply to you. The code is VZPM. W H J or you just click the link in the description and you'll support the channel and be able to digitally spend and receive money and also invest in all that shit. Just click the link, um, the cash app link there. This um only works if you have like a phone or something like that. Um and you get five dollars when you join through that code and also we get some money from that as well. Um yeah, thanks. If you want to support the channel, do that. Click that link, join Cash App. If you want to get some hoodies, t-shirts, or masks, check out Good Vibes Clothing. You can support the channel by using the code HASS at checkout and getting 10% off of your order, but also using that code will support the channel monetarily. You can get some cool hoodies from this website. Um, the website 
is gvclothing.weebly.com. Or just click the link in the description of this video or podcast. At checkout, use code HASS, 10% off. And you can also support the channel by getting a discount and saving money. The owner of this company is a friend of mine. He's a local Delawarean, uh, you know, artist. And he's really trying to build his brand up. So definitely show him some love if you're a local Delaware person or you are a fan of small independent businesses and small entrepreneurs and want to support small entrepreneurs definitely support the good vibes clothing and also you could support me if you're a fan of my content so check it out gvclothing.weebly.com at checkout use code HASS 10% off and you'll support the channel thank you if you want to get some awesome merch click the link in the description and you can get this merch board, or you could just look up teespring.com slash stores slash Mike dash has dash merch. And you can get some merchandise from the channel or just click it in the description. It's probably easier. And, um, yeah, we got some, we got a, a shirt with the Mike Media Inc. logo on it and the Hascast logo on the back. Or you got like a Hascast fanny pack. You got Mad Snake merch if you're a fan of that channel, which I also managed to. You can also get a mug. And you could also get a, a fanny pack as well that says Mike Media Ink on it. Mike Media Ink cloth face mask. All of this is reasonably priced. Uh, the cheapest thing to buy is a mug. And yeah, just definitely check it out. Support the channel and represent Mike Media Ink and represent this awesome content. You know, some guy is going to be walking down the street and he's going to be like, uh, what's the shirt of your word? And, and you're going to be like, Oh, it's the Mike Hass merch. Oh, you don't know who Mike Hass is? You're gonna you're, like you're gonna be like making people look stupid for not watching this amazing fucking content. Okay, that's what you gotta fucking do. You gotta make people look stupid for not watching these fucking videos because that's how fucking good they are. Or podcasts. Yeah, buy the merch. You know the vibes. If you want to get some fake movie props to either prank your friends or use them in mu music videos. Or use them in movies or something like that. Check out viceprops.com. You can use the code HASCASH at checkout for 10% off. Use the referral code in the link below. Use that code and at checkout. Use code HASCASH and, HASCASH and get 10% off any order. You know the vibes. Hope everything's doing well. And be sure to support the channel by getting some vice props. Fake money. If you use that code, it will help the channel monetarily. Thank you. Listen, if you want to support the channel monthly and also get some cool content behind the scenes, unreleased content, or just get discounts on clothing and stuff like that and also have little text updates that are besides the ones that you see on my website you can subscribe to me on patreon it's patreon.com slash mike media inc three dollars a month and you get to see some cool never before seen content i post there about 
two to three times weekly and um i'm very consistent and also if a video gets removed off of youtube for copyright purposes i'll put it up there you know what i mean and um, i'm always trying to engage with the community and stuff like that you get access to the thriving discord um which is a beautiful thriving discord and uh, you know it's a good community thing we got a lot of chat going on so yeah definitely check out the mike media inc patreon that's patreon.com slash mike media inc three dollars a month you know the vibes if you want to use site one two three for your website it is an excellent way to make websites i personally use this myself for the two websites i've created one being mike media inc the website and also the successfully reaching goals website i created that and i work with them intensely as a manager of the label and you can Support the channel by clicking the link in the description of this episode, and that will take you to the creator part of the, you know, website thing, and you can support the channel by joining through that link. Thank you. Click the link in the description to make a website.